So, Julie, you kind of sleep on the floor? Yeah. Okay. A couple hours into the night, you, you hear the buds of Blorog taking a couple steps and then slamming himself into the bed. But you guys eventually get your, your night's rest. Nelson, in the morning, you're so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> First night drinking, you know, it's to be expected. But you all eventually like, like gather yourselves, go down for a breakfast. What a first drink, though. Oh, to have your first drink in the Dwarven Kingdom. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. That'd be just a, a life change. I'd pay anything to go get some Dwarven Ale right now. <laughs> Neil, it's uh, 11 a.m. <laughs> you have a problem. Listen, listen. In Dwarf time, it's 5 o'clock all the time, baby. <laughs> Stonemaster Goto here. The following is a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Names, characters, businesses, places, and incidents are either products of the Dungeon Master's imagination or used in a fictitious manner. Any resemblances to actual persons, living or dead, or any actual events are purely coincidental. So, sit back, relax, enjoy a can of ale, and enjoy the episode. You might be wondering how we got here. Well, how about I take you first? Die! You guys see the light inside of Tink. Power down. I grip my staff. Uh-huh. I look I look at my friends. I say, I want you all to know you're the best friends I ever had. I, I just need wish you to know not. that. No. And then I turn and I slam my uh-huh. staff down. I said, I wish the darkness is gone and cast wish. Okay, as you do that, you almost say this in unison with Fosco. There, there's like a sliding sensation, almost like the, the world itself is being split into two. And as it does, it's split into two. The beginnings of Gaia and Phaeton. This is why I'm telling you, you shouldn't be dealing with dead. this stuff. You have to listen to me. Would you just tell me the I truth I don't know what you're once? talking about. Uh, stop lying to me! I, I saw your emails! You look back at your father, and he's holding this small remote. As he's kind of holding down this button, you manage to slap the remote out of his hand. And he goes, Nelson, stop, please! Uh, uh, you think back to the only logical breaking point. The the thing that you think has caused this change. The, the accident. Uh, he's a teenager, so oh, it's... Oh, God, you're right. I mean... <laughs> There's no logic behind what he might do. You oh. seem perfectly okay for the situation I've been briefed yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, so I was confused about something, and my dad explained it to me. And it makes perfect sense now, so we're all, we're all good. Standing there is two dragonborns. Yeah. Uh, these are the twins. Uh, they're two twin dragonborns that are known to be pretty baller when it comes to fighting. <laughs> Maybe we would want a guide to kind of get us there. It's about a three-day trek. Okay. You kind of ask around, and as you guys make your way through to Phaeton, you see Blue Rock. We are here to see the great Dwarven King. Uh, we are on a mission for him. Unfortunately, King Albacrasis has decided to rest for the evening. He had a long day of executions and other things that, uh, well, it just wore him out a bit. Uh, you see, like people kind of milling about, doing, going about their daily routine, and you catch someone <laughs> in a kind of hooded robe, kind of dart down in an alleyway. 
yeah, they, they kind of dash away uh, quickly. Uh, you catch a, a flick of gold uh, on one of them, uh, kind of a, a, a sword, a, a gold call? sword kind of. And the uh, stench of uh, vomited food and ale kind of hits your nose. As I walk you, out and I go to Wes's room. I'm sleeping on your floor. Did he at least get it in the trash can? Yeah, he got it in the trash can. Nice. guys eventually gather yourselves nelson being hung over blorog's also kind of nursing a headache ziv and zav they seem perfectly fine they had a fun time you all eventually gather yourselves and make your way back to the spire and as you do you kind of knock on the door and that same older dwarven gentleman gives you a, a look over and says um uh and what do i uh give you the service of uh doing today uh, we were set to meet with the dwarven king yesterday but he retired for the evening Ah, oh, yes, of course. Uh, you are uh, you're all from SWAT, yes? Correct. Oh, right this way, right this way. He kind of opens the door, and you all walk in. Uh, it's a beautiful chamber filled with, like, gold and, and rubies and gems. But there's this kind of long hall, and you see uh, kind of... What's that green stone that everybody loves? Emerald Jade? Jade. You see kind of jade pillars marking the, the sides of the hall, both giving fortif- fortification to the the ceiling of this particular chamber and also and also just kind of being there for beauty. And you see different depictions of this Dwarven King and you see some tapestries that show the history of the Dwarven Kingdom. But you all kind of make your way down this chamber and into this large open chamber hall. And sitting on that throne, you see... The fattest dwarf you've ever seen. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> king Albacrassus. And uh, the king goes, No, what do you lot want? <laughs> set, set. Uh, I want to do the guard. What do the guards do when they get to the king? When the, your particular guard walks you in, he kind of stands there at like a almost a parade rest. And you see all like kind of flanking the king about a dozen other guards and the king's on this kind of like very tall throne and on like a almost a pedestal next to him you see that other older gold adjourned gentleman in the robes kind of standing there at attention almost uh the, so the guards don't bow the the guard that kind of brought you in gives a gives a deep bow okay as he kind okay, of walks you in. same yeah. thing but okay. it hurts <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody kind of gives a bow, and uh, Albacrassus goes, Now, uh, what do you bring these ones in here for? We were sent by SWAT, your majesty. Oh, the society. Ugh. 
He he kind of turns to this gold-adorned guy and goes, Stone Speaker Hothroth, why did we bring these guys in again? And you see the Stone Speaker now uh, address the king and goes, My liege, uh, it seems as though these these humans are here to repay the favor of the the bot one. And you see the, the dwarven king kind of give out a scuff. He goes, huh, Right. Oh my god, I forgot about are that. Are they here to retrieve the ale? And um, Golden Figure kind of gives a nod and addresses you all. And the king goes, So, uh, have you brought the ale? Your Majesty, we're here for the... In- we're here for the rest of the map, Your Majesty. We have, have not acquired it yet. We need the rest of the map to go acquire it for you. All right. Um, stone Speaker, uh, give him, give him the, the pace we find. Now, if you lot don't get this ale... <sighs> he kind of takes a breath. He goes, <sighs> It's off with their heads, all of you. Um, and the stone speaker goes, My liege, uh, unfortunately, we do not have that power because they are with the society. And the stone speaker goes, You can't tell me what I can't do. Dip this map was expensive. Community. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, uh, This map was expensive. I want that ale. And none of you better touch it at all. I want a shield. Perfect state it should be in. You see this um this gold adorned figure kind of float down the uh, about eight feet it would take for him to get down the spire and then slowly walks over to you all and you see in his hands produce floating in a almost Nelson make an arcana Nelson and Wes make an arcana check. Yep. Uh, Nineteen. Uh, you both can tell that this is like some kind of like cryo locking bubble. Um, and as he kind of uh, squishes it together and opens it up, it pops. And in the hand of this dwarf now, you, he has the, the final piece of the map you all need. And he hands it on over to you guys. And he goes, now do take care and please do not adjust anything of the map or of any ale. If you do manage to retrieve it, it will be very important that uh, none of you uh, tamper. He kind of gives you a nod and then... Um, you see him kind of float back up to the top of this thing. And uh, the Dwarven King goes, All right, you lot, get out of here. I'm, we get out. I'm busy. I got I gotta stuff for you. And he kind of, you see him kind of dozing off again. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Let's go. You, uh, you guys walk out. And as the knight walks you back out and slams the door, Ziv goes, Man, that guy was kind of a jag, huh? I was yeah, thinking I the mean, same thing. Quiet. We're in the Didn't agree palace. with you more, man. Whatever, let's just uh let's get this thing done. Yeah. Time for another three hour walk back up to the surface. Ibby. No no no. First first I'm looking I'm putting the map together and taking a look at it. Okay. Yeah, you put the map together and take a look at it. It's almost as if the creases in the part of the map you already had, plus the torn bit of the map that was given to you, almost kind of make a path directly to where this ale is destined to be. And it, the, 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 the line kind of takes you farther uh, south into Phaeton. Uh, Wes, you may have gone this far south, but I doubt it. it. It takes you through a desert portion and then past a, a well-known gnomish village. And then the cave system in which this ale is supposed to be is about a day's journey out from that gnomish village. How long would it take us to get there? Blurog kind of goes, um... By the way, we haven't hired him for today yet. Okay. He goes, um, well, if you would wait my expert opinion, um, 
you'd have to first, you know, pay me. I, I, mean, I pay him. I, okay, forty-five gold. Yeah, mark that off. Uh, he goes. Um, yeah. All right. It um, it depends on the the travel pace we go and whether or not we get steeds and and whatnot. Um, I'm not especially able to ride a steed, so I would say if you would like my services, unless we want to rent a whole cart, uh, it would be best that we uh maybe go on foot. Yeah, like on foot. Neither. The travel the travel is about um. If we go at a very quick pace, we can get there in two days. Uh, if we kind of are careful, it'll probably take about four. And if we go at a standard pace, it might take about um, three days with stopping and rest and whatnot. I mean, if we move at a normal pace, I can get us back here pretty quick. So we don't need to be in any rush. So I'd also not rather not spend four days in that desert. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, he goes, um, the desert will only probably be about, um, about a day's journey at the most. All right. Do, do we need lighter clothes to go through it then? I would recommend it. It gets pretty hot, especially in that area. It seems to be, um, a gateway to the plane of fire. Oh. What the? Great. Oh. The plane. No, if you go, me? if you go south and then more east. Um. Uh, it seems to spin off into the plane of fire. I should probably roll an arcana check because I was about to explain to Julie a brief explanation of how the planes work. Yeah, I don't think. You, yeah, you would have to roll, Nelson. You can also roll an arcana check about the how the planes work in Fate because it's not the same. Twenty two dragons. Oh boy, twenty two and twenty three. You both know uh, the planes of fire are actually physical locations that you can walk to. The plane of fire, water, and earth. Uh, they are kind of branches of Phaeton. You can actually. Just okay, walk so it's more into like the plane of fire. All of the the realms, the outer realms that are in in standard D and D canon, are instead of being separate planes, are all just there. areas in Phaeton, yep. places in Phaeton. Yep, okay, yep, yep. cool, 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 cool. Um, and it's known that if you walk kind of further out through the plains, then you can. That's when you start hitting outlandish parts. Okay, so there's no like nine hells, like the those planes. Uh, those do exist. Those are kind of more on the astral side, but the the, the standard planes of earth, wa- uh, earth, wind, uh, and fire and water, and mm-hmm. um, the fairy kingdom, and, and the shadow fell, and the fairy. Yes, those are all located in Phaeton. Those are per the most centrally located, I assume. Alrighty, alrighty um, then. Let's get a going. Us, will I? Will the path take us back near the Gaia portal? Yes. Okay, so here's the plan. We stop by, grab, I guess, summer outfit, summer clothes, wallet in Gaia, and then we will go get this thing, the ale. Yeah, that seems uh, fair. Sounds great to me. It's about a half day's journey anyway to the to the closest gate, so. I mean, I could get us there instantly if we feel like we're in a hurry. Up to you. I'm asking them. I mean, I could get us there instantly if you feel like we're in a hurry. It. I only have four charges of this. Uh, ever? Not ever. I. I need. I just need to go back to the SWAT shop and get more materials for it. It just costs uh, not fifty that gold much of pieces. A hurry. Yeah. It could be fun, like a little okay. bloody road trip. Yeah. I get yeah. to know Ziv and Zav. Zav goes I road talk. trip. Yeah, I want to talk to Ziv oh, and Zav. Dude, Cash forward. would love these guys. 
you guys eventually make it back to the gate uh, where you all are able to uh, kind of channel to uh, SWAT. And uh, you guys are able to change your outfits to more summer-like <laughs> outfits if you would like. Mithril, okay. jersey, you cargo all change. shorts. <laughs> uh, Julie, so you're not wearing your armor right now? No. Are you still wearing the the Kevlar, the light armor? Yeah. Okay, so you just have the plus one then, okay. uh, plus your decks and all that. So you all eventually kind of get ready. Blorog kind of says he'll wait for you on the other side of the gate, and you all get ready and come back, and Blorog is waiting for you there. And he says, all right, so uh, I guess we head on, head on south then. Let's do it. Woohoo, road trip. New arc. So what New pace are you guys going at? Normal? Normal. Well, yeah, normal. normal. We're not rushing, okay. but we're also not calming. Uh, Blorog is keeping a lookout, but uh, who else would be keeping a lookout? I will. You will? Okay, make a perception yeah. check. 24. Holy 24? Shit. Okay. The man has a plus 10 to perception. Finally. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys kind of uh, keep a watch out. You, you walk past a couple of hovels uh, kind of on your way. Nothing too interesting. I'm assuming you guys bought food and stuff too. Provisions, yeah. yeah. Water. I have, yeah, I have provisions and a water sack from my dungeoneer's kit. Yeah, you you come up you come across a couple hovels. You you see a couple packs of wild animals and you let them pass. Uh, you don't seem to encounter anything, and you all it begins to get near dusk. You guys can continue on if you'd like. Yeah, let's go. Okay, you guys are going to continue into the night. Yeah. So, okay, uh, everybody make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, uh, not, wait, hang not on. Not through hang the on. whole night, just like. Yeah, I know. But even if you're going past the kind of eight hours, you will uh, need to make a constitution saving throw. 22. 22? Seven. Seven. 15. 15. Uh, I got to roll for Wes needs his beauty rest. <laughs> Fine. Uh, Wes, you gain one point of exhaustion. Oh, hey, guys. I think we should stop. And uh, maybe find a place to rest for the night. Okay. Can we look for a good spot? Okay. Yeah. Oh Who my God. Who is helping? Huh? Oh, I forgot I have this. Um, Nelson still has soul sail material, and he bought oh, that yeah. bolt and tackle. Ooh, that ba- that man gonna he's gonna find like a couple trees and just do like a uh-huh. lean to sort of situation because he still has some yardage of that. So he's gonna use the okay. bolt and tackle and like he's gonna like climb up the tree and like set up that like. I got like, rope if you want it. On the um. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go ahead and make a survival check um, yeah. with advantage. Blorog's gonna help you out. All right. Cool. Blorog. Survival. Okay. 14. 14. Yeah. Uh, it's it's passable. It's not amazing, but you managed to fasten a, an okay kind of overhanging tent. Uh, the ground is still obviously not really much, much of anything you can... I mean, if you have bed cots or anything, you can sleep on that, but otherwise it's a pretty rough go as far as that goes. But I'll take last watch, and then Wes knock, uh-huh. conks out. Conks out? Okay. Who's taking uh, first watch? Julie will. Julie will? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, uh, Blurog will do it with you. He goes, um, I, I don't mind taking the first the first watch, especially because um, we've we've been going for a while, and I'm sure the rest of y'all can get some, some rest. Julie, make a perception check. 13. 13? 
uh, there's not much going on. You you hear the kind of the night take the sky almost, and and it's it's peaceful, and you can see the the stars are kind of weirdly golden, and it the it, it's the, it's interesting. The stars are a different shade than normal. Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, you, your your watch kind of goes without uh without a hitch. Um, who's taking the next watch? Nelson. Nelson. Blorog's gonna keep on with this watch, so he'll sure? he'll take the, I can, the watch. I with can you. stay up if you don't. If you want to catch some sleep. Uh no no it's fine um. Well, I don't know is is that one over there? Any kind of motions towards uh Wes? Is he? Can you get him, or if not, it's fine. I mean, I can just I can do this watch by myself and get him for the second half. Are you sure? I mean, I don't I don't mind staying up. Yeah, I mean, you're the one guiding us, so you should be the one getting sleep. All right. Good night. Good night. And Nelson's gonna go ahead and make a perception check with uh, disadvantage. Yep, got it. Disadvantage? Why disadvantage? Because he's by himself. Uh, because you are a human, and it is dim. Oh right. Uh, that's... Unless you have, like, night vision goggles or something? No, it's still an unnatural 20. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you manage to peep around. You hear a couple crunches in the forest around you, but otherwise, nothing really. You think it's just kind of wildlife, but otherwise your thing goes off without a hitch. All right, he's going to wake up Wes and do the second one, the, like, last watch with him. Okay. Uh, Wes, you're kind of nudged awake by uh, uh-huh. Nelson. There's a last one already. All right. Ugh. 19. 19? Yeah, I rolled a 9. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hear some footsteps. Some boom. Boom. And then you hear like a couple skitters. And then another boom. You hear that? Boom. Do I hear it now that he pointed it out? Yeah. You hear it just slightly. It, it sounds almost the same as all the, the rest of the forest life, but it's, it's a little bit different. I'm going to go check it out. Hold on. And he's going to grab no, his Nelson, axe. And... Shut the, Nelson, I grab him and I say, sit, sit the fuck down. I whisper to him, shut the, sit down, shut the fuck up. I might not know we're here. Do we have a fire going? Do you hear a, a uh, We've doused a fire at this point. Okay, you doused the fire? Yeah. Okay. You're a boom. You are in complete darkness right now. The only kind of thing illuminating you is the, the one of the moons kind of above. Does it sound like it's getting closer? Yes. Shit. Nelson um, is going to take his um, cloak of elven kind out of his fanny pack out of his fanny pack and wrap it around his shoulders and pull up the hood. Okay. You do that as you see this green creature come out from behind the canopy. He takes note of you all being in darkness, and he roars. Great. That's a real initiative. <laughs> they will still get, because Wes and Nelson did not wake you guys up, you will be out for one round. Got it. First up, uh, Wes. All right. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, uh, three sorcerer points, heightened spell, uh, phantasmal mm-hmm. force. There's going to be, a, so go ahead and make a, Phantasmal, uh, go ahead and make an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> Not versus it has to beat a 17 and you have disadvantage. Okay. Uh, did he 
fail? Uh, 15. Nah, that doesn't do it. Okay. Uh, and he sees a giant devil rise out of the ground with flames around him, and the devil says, Stay away from them. They are under my protection. Okay. Just for the hell of it, make an int- uh, a, um, a, uh, what is it called? Intimidation. Intimidation check with advantage. Okay. Uh, first one's a 22, and the second one, a 22, because the second one was a 7. 22? Yeah. Okay. That is your turn. Up next is, uh, Nelson. Um, uh, Nelson is going to reach in the bag, and I don't know how I've said I've cast this before, um, but he is going to, hmm, I'm trying to think of how he would do this. It, it looks essentially like a bottle rocket, and he is mm-hmm. going to, uh, like, stick his hand in a jar, shove whatever it is into the rocket, and light it off, and cast Flaming Sphere at the creature. It has to make a... Make a dexterity yeah, save. Dexterity. That is a 19. So is it half damage or is it no damage? Um, on a failed save, it takes half. So okay, so go ahead and roll that damage. Uh, it's going to take six points of damage. And he is going to back up. Okay, yep. back up. How far? Uh, 20 feet. Okay. Just so he's a little bit out of range. As you uh, kind of back up, make a perception check. Yep. That's a uh, critical failure. One. Critical failure? Yep. Okay. You don't know anything. Up next is the troll. The troll is uh, afraid right now, so he's just going to try to go around this uh, deviled creature. It's um, standing, like, right by the entrance to our tent lean-to. That's where it is. Okay, cool. Uh, he's going to try to go around to almost flank this, uh, this, this devil creature. And then you hear another roar from behind you. Ah, shit. And Nelson, you backed up right into another troll. Fantastic. And he's going to take three swipes at you. Oh my god. Nelson's beat me. He's fine. Uh, 11 versus AC. Miss. Okay. And then a 22 and yeah, both hit. These other two hit. Yeah. All right. You are going to take, you take seven points of damage as it kind of claws back in your back and then it reaches out with another claw, um, but you manage to duck out of the way, but then it takes its giant mouth and bites down on you. And you take another uh, eight. 12 points of uh, slashing damage. You see the twins begin stirring. Julie, you come awake, um, and so does Blorog. Uh, The twins are kind of stumbling. Uh, Ziv goes, what What the hell is going on? Whoa. Um, And you see him kind of back up and just kind of offhandedly cast misses completely and you see you see like zav taking a beat from ziv uh also reach out um and he runs up to this uh troll creature and grasps on with both of his hands 12 points you see him kind of shock uh this uh this kind of trolled figure cool up next uh wes your turn all right i'm i see nelson in being shaken by the one troll, and I'm going to burn two sorcery points to quicken spell. I'm going to sprint toward the troll that is harassing Nelson and cast uh, blindness on it. So that's a constitution okay. saving throw. Oh, that's only a 10. Nope, he is blind. Seven to its constitution. For one minute. Uh, blinded. 
All right. Does it get and to make a save, or is it just blinded? Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. At the but it is blinded until the until at the end of its next turn. The end turn. of its next turn. All right. So every attack has advantage on it. And, and I'm going to sprint. I'm going to grab Nelson. I'm going to tap Nelson on the shoulder and cast Thunderstep. What? Yeah. I'm going to cast Thunderstep, and we're going to teleport. 90 feet. I teleport 90 feet away. Maybe not a full 90 feet, but uh, pretty far away from both of the trolls. Uh, and it has to make a con save. An another con okay. save. Terrible, terrible rolls. It was almost great. Uh, that is a failure. That is a failure again. So that's so he takes 13... Which is 16 points of thunder damage as we teleport away. There is a large of thunder damage of thunder. And where do you teleport to? Um, away from the two trolls and the tent. So, like, I, I, I don't okay. know where the second troll is right now, but the away, obviously away from the one that has Nelson. How far away? Um, maybe, say, 45 feet away from 45 that feet? Okay. Uh, all right, you're just 45 feet kind of down this path. Um, all right, that'll be your turn. Julie, you awake the sound of battle. So there's two trolls. Two trolls. You don't really understand what's going on. You're just now getting awake. I can see that they're aggressive, though. Yes. Okay. How close are they? Uh, there's one about uh, 20 feet behind you, and then there's another one kind of flanking your tent about 10 feet in front of you. Okay. Can I use... I would like to do the goading attack. Okay. On which one? On the one that's 20 feet away. Okay. Yeah, let's do that one. Okay. Make your attack with advantage. Oh, my God. Oh, what are you shooting with? Can I reach it with a shotgun? Uh, yeah. Um, that is a 21. 21? That hits? Sorry, 22. I can't 22? Yeah, that now. still hits. Okay. I hit it with a weapon attack. I extend it. Okay. Now I roll my superiority dice and damage, correct? Yes. Okay. Yep. It's uh, 3d8 plus your yeah. proficiency plus your dex. Okay. 26 damage, and he has to do a wisdom saving throw. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. I did goading attack. Oh, yes. Okay. And you did the one behind you? The 20 feet away one. Okay. And then wisdom saving throw? Yeah. Uh, that's actually pretty good. Uh, that is a 16. I'm not sure what it... It doesn't tell me what it's against, actually. Jesus. Against the damage roll. So, yeah, he fails. Okay, yeah. So now... So he has to attack... Yeah. If he attacks someone else, he just gets disadvantage. Okay. And now I'm going to use... He already has disadvantage for being blind, but you don't that. know that. I don't know that. So, yeah. No, I that's like fine. So I'm going to use my second attack to attack the one that's closer. I'll do that one faster. Okay. That is a 23. That hits. Roll damage. Okay. 18. 18 points of damage. All right. You blast this thing with a shotgun, and it roars as it uh, as the shotgun pellets kind of blast it in the chest. All right. That is the end of your turn, uh, Nelson. All right. Nelson is going to reach in his bag. He's going to remove a white piece of linen cloth and wrap it around his hand. 
Yes. He's going to cast aid on uh-huh. Julie, Wes, and Blurog. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase by five for the duration, and that lasts for eight hours. And then I have to make a con save for the damage that I took with Flaming Sphere. Yes. For Flaming Sphere, yes. That's a 19. 19? Yep. Uh, and how much damage did you take? I took 18. 12 plus yeah. 6, 18? Yeah, you're fine. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to take the Flaming Sphere. I'm going to slam it into the same troll. Not the one that I bumped into, but the other one. Okay. Uh, so, dex, dex save? Dex save, yeah. That's not as good. That's uh, an 8. That uh, fails. Oh, boy. 11 points of damage. Boy, howdy. All right. Uh, 11 points of damage. You slam this flaming sphere into this other troll, and he roars out um, in pain. Up next is Blurog. Blurog, you, you see him stir awake, and he looks around for a little bit, and then he pulls out this kind of uh, unfolding bow, looks around for a second, uh, and then peeps the one that you kind of flamed a little bit, and is going to take a couple uh, bow shots at him. Uh, 24 points of damage. Ooh, Blurog coming in with tips. Uh, you see him strike down this, uh, t- release two bolts and just strike into this uh, this troll's chest. Up next is the troll. You s- you hear uh, another roar kind of come from uh, down the way. Booty. You see a third troll come into this fray now. Uh, you see the first troll that you kind of blasted in the chest with the shotgun blast but didn't goad is going to run up to you, Julie, and take a couple of swipes and bites at you. Okay. So these are for the two claws. Uh, ooh, both uh, unnatural 20s. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, and for the bite, uh, 22. Yep. All right, let's see. For the first, I'll also do the bite and the first claw. Now I'm rolling better. Uh, that is 18 points of damage for the first claw and the bite. Okay. And then another... Uh, 11 points of damage, so a total of 29 Ooh. points of piercing and Ooh. slashing damage as this thing rakes and claws and bites into you, uh, tearing at you. Uh, yes. Uh, did I have temporary you have points? Five, yeah, five points. Yes, five. They gone. Yeah. Uh, the other one is going to try to uh, claw at Zav. But Ziv is kind of close to him. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of damage. Uh, you see it take two bites and uh, two claw marks at uh, at Zav, um, and it kind of rakes the claws down the sides. You see bits of scale uh, kind of fly off as Zav kind of uh, takes the brunt of the, the scratch, but continues to uh, kind of hold on to this, uh, this troll creature. Um, and then you see that troll uh, that kind of struck at uh, uh, Ziv, or sorry, Zav. Uh, you see a couple of its moon, wounds kind of close up. Yep. And then the troll Fucking that trolls. comes uh, from behind is Man. going to run up to, let me roll. Uh, who wants odd? Who wants even? Between Wes and uh, Nelson. Odd. What? Okay, okay. Wes, you're even. Uh, it's going to come up and strike you, Wes. And it's going to make all of its attacks on you. Uh, that is a 13 versus AC. Nope. A 22 versus AC. Yes. Ugh, and a 12 versus AC. No, Come it on, does not. Guys. So one hit. 
All right, so one hit with the claw. You take 12 points of slashing damage as it wrecks a claw back behind your back, and you are now engaged with this one as well. All right. Uh, the other troll is uh, paying attention to this demon creature, and it's going to try to investigate it. And this one is going to try to figure out what the hell is going on. It can't and save. it does not. It can't save uh, against... Phantasmal Force? It can make no, an investigation. Phantasmal turn. Force cannot... It makes one, and if it fails it, it is permanent until the okay. spell drops. So it can't. Well, even it's going try to take. Again. Then it's going to take one swing at uh, the devil creature and misses, obviously. Oh, hang on! I should have been rolling wild magics. Oh yeah, go ahead and. I've cast three spells, so I'll roll yeah. three times. No. No. Okay. Good. Up next are Litweens. Uh, you see, Zav goes out, yells out, uh, "Sunday special!" I love that. You see him kind of duck between the troll's legs, and you see Ziv uh, create this sphere of water, and then you see Zav light up this ball of water with uh, electricity, just shocking the entire troll. Fails the dex saving throw. 34 points of lightning damage. Uh, you see the troll kind of stop moving in this kind of ball of water. Up next, Wes, your turn. There's one right. troll behind you. Like on top of me pretty much and nelson's next to me still yes yeah yes all right so well with my bonus action i'm gonna have that uh fire guy uh, take a swing at the uh, other guy which does an auto d6 of psychic damage okay uh, yeah you see you, you kind of force it to he does five points at of, it yeah he does five points of psychic damage to that guy and then i'm right. gonna cast thunder step again um with with nelson if he's right okay. next to me still yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the troll that just attacked us needs to make a con save, and I'm going to move wherever. If a troll came after me or Nelson, it would be taking opportunity attacks from. Okay, cool. You are in that fray. Did it succeed or fail? Uh, it failed. All right, so it takes eleven points of thunder damage. Okay. Still looks pretty fine. This one does. Yeah. Uh, that'll be your turn, Julie. Okay. How many... So are two of these dudes, like, on me, is it? One of them. Only one of them is up against you. Uh, well, so, now the other one is kind of looking around and I thought, only so, sees you as the other target. So one dude did 29 damage on me? Yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. To be fair, those rolls were crazy high for damage. But yes, 29 points of damage from this. Uh, all three strikes. Are we in a forested area? Yes. Okay, let's grab the revolver. Okay. You grab the revolver. Uh, so you are in melee range with this thing right now, so you will have disadvantage. God dang it. Attacks. You know what? Okay, let's do the... Instead of the revolver. Mm-hmm. But I have it, like, on my belt, ready to go, you know? Like, where it belongs. Yeah. I'm doing the shield sword in that case. Okay. Go ahead and make your swipes. Um, I'm going to do shield. Okay, got you. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. I don't do this very often. Oh, that's sad. Um, yeah, that's a nine. That's a nine. Nine? Yeah. You swipe at it with the shield portion of it uh it's a little bit awkward for you and this troll just kind of bats it away with one of its claws second attack critical Ooh, okay 
This time you swing up and you hit it right in the nuts. <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. So I, I double it and then I add the bonus, right? Yes. Are these trolls just hanging dong right now? <laughs> they got a little loincloth, but you can you can see a little bit of brain sticking nope, down. Not looking, not looking. <laughs> What's the damage on that? Sorry, I was. Oh, it's a goodie. Uh, 32. 32? <laughs> yeah, because I got a 5, and then, uh, oh crap, no. Sorry, it's a 12. 12, okay. That, I'm so sorry. That, I. That's I, way, way I know, <laughs> I did two rolls, like, and then doubled it, because I was thinking in two. Okay. Got you. Okay. That's still, yeah, you, you blast uh, this thing whatever. in the, the Jimmy Joan, um, but, I'm, uh. I'm not looking up. Okay, yeah. And it kind of, it does the thing where it kind of crosses its leg and goes, ooh. Um, and even Wes and Nelson <laughs> feel it. Um, <laughs> up next uh, is uh, Nelson, your oh, turn. Am I within 60 feet of a troll? Uh, b- 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 the one in the sphere. Uh, yes, yes. The one that Julie's okay. uh, attacking. Radical. First off. As a bonus action, going to slam the flaming sphere into that troll. Okay. Just keep beating the crap out of it. Dex save. Has to make another dex save, yep. Fails. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's going to take 10 points of damage. Fire damage. And then okay. as my actual action, I, I'm i going to uncork a bottle. And there's a slimy, sort of gritty powder mm-hmm. in it. And he's going to load that into uh-huh. what looks like a bullhorn, pull the trigger, and cast Ray of Sickness, aimed at the troll within 60 feet of him. Okay. Uh, what does it need to do? A ray of sickening greenish energy lashes out toward a creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target, which I will do now. On a hit, the target takes 2d8 poison damage and must take a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it is also poison until the end of your next turn. So I just rolled a 26. So it hits. Okay, that hits, and you don't even need to roll damage. Okay. Um, because it dies instantly uh, from that ray Me of too. sickness, Which and it's burning, that? kind of bubbling skin, bubbles and sears, and that, that poison kind of slams into Dead. it, and it just kind of crumples to the ground. Dead. Was that the blind one? No. Which one was that? That was the uh, one the that one Julie's, that I phantasmal the one that was forced? Phantasmal force, yeah. Up next is Blurog. Blurog sees the one troll that's kind of still uh, standing and is going to take two. There's only one troll still standing? That sounds off. There's two. One of them's in the sphere that got electrocuted real bad. Ah, Yeah. And is not standing. It's floating. Uh, Oh, come on, Blurog. That's terrible. This one only takes nine points of piercing damage. Up next is tr- the troll. The troll is going to run up to you, you, Julie, because you're the only one that's I kind of it. at the forefront of this. <laughs> going to t- unload all three attacks on you. Boy, uh, that is a 21, 22, and a natty one. So the bite in the first claw hits. 15 plus 8, 23 points of uh, piercing and slashing damage as this thing bites into you and then rakes another claw across can your stomach. I, can I use another superiority dice here, please? Yeah. I'd, to what? I'd like to parry it. Okay, yeah, you parry the claw. Go ahead and reduce it, the damage. Yeah. Thank you. 
<laughs> okay, so I'm taking 17 damage. 17 damage. Okay. And then you see the troll in the in the watery sphere. You see it's like smoking corpse bubble a little bit. And then you see it kind of stir and it drops out of the the sphere and is going to charge at Nelson. Uh, now, I did move us in a spot where I was hoping to provoke opportunity yes, attacks so, if they went after us. So, uh, Ziv and Zav yeah. both get opportunity attacks. Uh, they are not warcasters, unfortunately. So, Oh. Uh, they both hit, though. Not looking so hot. And uh, the, the troll is going to bound over to you. Actually, it's going to take a swipe at Ziv. Yes, it's going to take a swipe at Ziv first and then take another swipe at you. It's going to bite Ziv and then make its way over to you. That hits. Ziv takes. Uh, Alright, and then it's going to make its way over to you, Nelson. That is a 19 versus AC. Um, That hits. Yes, that hits. And a 16 versus AC. Beats it, beats it. Okay, cool. It's gonna take a- oh, these are terrible. Oh, come on. 16 points of damage. Yep. Of uh, slashing damage as it rakes two claws down your back. Ouchie. And that's the end of its turn. Uh, oh, this one regains a little bit of hit points too. You see a couple more wounds kind of close up on the one uh, that engaged with uh, Julie. Uh, next up are the twins. Uh, you see Zav run up to the troll that struck you, Nelson, um, okay. and it's going to do another shocking. That just misses. Okay. Uh, and then you see Ziv run up, and uh, you see him clasp his hands together, and a big wave of water, just kind of almost in the shape of a hand, smashes into the troll. Hits, and the troll is is down on the ground again. In big pain, in big boy pain, is he dead? It is, yes, it is uh, It's seemingly unconscious right now. Up next is Wes, your turn. Okay, so one of them is seemingly unconscious. All right, I'm not going to... The other eh. one is engaged with Julie. The other one's engaged with Julie. Cool. I'm going to cast. I turn to Julie and I cast fourth level chromatic orb at the one attacking Julie. Okay. Which, uh, what damage? Thunder. Thunder. Okay. Go ahead and roll that damage. Or roll the attack first. Uh, or roll the attack. 22. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I love having this. I am wearing my wizard hat, by the way. Um, so you have you see West with a pointy blue hat. <laughs> the man likes blue. What can you say? Uh, I don't know if that necessarily matches so. West's aesthetic, but hey, we're here now. <laughs> that does. Uh, thirteen, sixteen. The man 18. likes blue. Oh, uh, nineteen, twenty-six points of thunder damage. You hear a loud, crackling, thunderous boom. As this wave of force kind of hits the... Uh, I think woo! thunder damage is uh, Wes's aesthetic right now. You said 26? Yeah, yeah. Howdy. He's still looking, he's still looking pretty uh, pretty Love okay, it. actually. But uh, that that wave of force kind of hits him, uh, and he kind of takes a step, uh, a small step back. Can I quicken uh, spell bonus action a, a, another chromatic orb? Yeah, sure. I'm going to do one at the same level I just did. Um, okay. Roll to attack. That's a 23. Yep. Uh, 20. Can't do math. 23 points of damage this time. This time, same 23 points of damage. Okay. 
All right, yeah, another wave of force. Thunderous force kind of blasts this thing back, and he takes another kind of half step back. He's looking kind of rough now. Julie, your turn. Okay, so there's still uh, West blasted the guy near me, but he's still alive, correct? Yes. How far away is he now? Right in front of you. Oh, okay, let's do two more attacks with my shield. Okay, go ahead. Uh, first one is an 11. Uh, that misses, unfortunately. You swing, and, and it kind of grasps the shield. 17. 17? That hits. Okay. Oh, okay. That is a... That's actually 16 damage. 16 damage. You take yeah. a whack at the, at the top of its head, and its head kind of, kind of snaps back a little bit. And you see you kind of broke a couple bones Oof. in its neck for sure. Uh, it's not looking really good at all. Uh, Nelson. All right, cool. Up next, I am going to, again, slam that flaming sphere. Oh, well, there's that one that just attacked me, huh? Yeah, but it fell on oh, the ground. okay. Yeah. It's unconscious. He's unconscious? The one that is not unconscious, I'm going to slam that fireball into. Flaming sphere. As a bonus action. Okay, it fails. Another 2d6. So that is six points of fire damage. It burns to a crisp and is gone. Amazing. Fantastic. Oh. Fantastic. Just chip away at him. I knew it was going to work eventually. And then for my yep. action, I'm going to cast Mass Healing Word on Ziv, Zav, Wes, Julie, Blrog, and myself. So everyone gains 1d4 plus okay. four. Uh, go ahead and roll the heal. Everyone gets six points. Of HP back. That's super helpful, but you do it, you know. Nice, nice heal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it gets hey, the listen, job it's done. It's not a powerful spell, but it gets everybody. Uh, Blurog kind of lowers his his bow and goes, "What? What happened?" And then suddenly, the troll behind you sits up and is going to take a couple strikes at you guys. I was going to say it's going to take. A claw at each of you, and uh, a, a bite at Nelson. Uh, that is a 22 versus AC, yeah. and a uh, 24 versus AC for this claw, oh and then Nelson for you, a 19 versus AC. Yeah, that hits. Okay. For Wes, you take... You take 18 points of piercing and slashing damage. Jesus. And Nelson, you take 8 points of slashing damage. As this hey, troll kind of rises up. Hit points. Yeah. Boy, howdy. Uh, <laughs> uh, as this troll kind of rises up and begins hurrying you guys again. Up next is Latwins. Zav kind of goes, what the hell is going on? And he's going to shocking grasp. Fails. Ziv is going to bludgeon him again with this watery fist. That hits. And the, yeah, the troll goes down. I smash its head in with my staff. Whoa! Or uh, Wes, your turn. You said you smashed it, its head in with the with your staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You smash its head in. Cool. Julie. It's dead. Uh, yeah, they're all be. dead. So we're not an initiative anymore, are we? Uh, you are still. Okay. Okay. Reload the shotgun. Okay. Nelson. He is going to swing the flaming sphere closer around so he can just shoot it at whatever comes close. Okay. Uh, which side, left or right? Or behind? Let's go behind us. Not close enough to any of us, but enough that we can all see what's going on behind us. Okay. 
that uh, part of it was like so we can all see was part of the flaming gotcha. spheres goal. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It only gives a dim light out to ten feet. It's something though. Okay. Uh, so you're putting it kind of by Ziv and Zav, or are you putting it kind of by uh, like Blorog and uh, Julie? I should have just asked that. Blorog and Julie. Uh, you kind of swing it up closer by Blorog and Julie. Blorog is looking around kind of tensely. His he knocks another arrow, and the you see the troll again rise up. Which and one? Going to take another, the one that you bashed its head in. What? You see the the, the wound kind of close up. And it's going to take another couple swipes at you guys. Uh, this time it's going to take two swipes at Nelson and one swipe at you, Wes. So, Nelson, first one for the bite. That is a tw- uh, 23 or some, something hmm. higher than that. Let me just, yeah, yeah yes. let me double check. Uh, uh, and a 15. <laughs> that misses. That misses? Okay. So, the bite hits. And then Nelson or Wes, uh, that is a 21. Jesus. Yeah, that does it. Okay. Uh, Nelson, you only take nine points of piercing pattern. damage. Huh? And nine you take what? nine points of piercing damage, Nelson. Okay. And Wes, you take eleven points of slashing damage. As it claws against your back, seemingly somehow coming back to life, even after bashing its head in. Nelson and Wes make nature checks. Seventeen. Uh, six. What did you say, Nelson? Six. Six. Uh, Wes, you know that the only way to kill a troll is to either burn it or acid it. Oh, okay. Well, then is it back to my turn? It yeah, is Latwin's turn. turn. Yeah. They uh, they try to shock it again. First one. I yell out, fire! 14. Okay, it goes down. You see the troll kind of... you uh, And the other one kind of bashes it down again. Uh, Wes, it's your turn. Fire chromatic orb at the corpse. Uh, well, I rolled a three, but it's a 14. Does that hit? Uh... <laughs> Somehow you just miss this dead troll on the ground. Uh, it, the yeah, it's still a range attack, and a, a range attack on a prone target is at disadvantage. Uh, go ahead and just for the hell of it, roll two d ten for me. Sure. I'm fine. This isn't a dire situation, so I'd rather you burn it on me here than. I still got a. I still got a couple. You more still stuff. have one. You have one more. You have two on me. Okay. So you have one more. One seven seventeen. 17. Let's see what we got here. <laughs> you see feathers start protruding from Wes's face uh, as they kind of extend and, and grow out. Um, oh, yeah, this is he has now a, a beard of feathers dangling down his face. Um, <laughs> up next is... Or Julie, sorry. Julie, your turn. Um, so he said fire, and I can't really do that. Um, uh, Nelson had a flaming sword. You said you had a flaming sword? Spear. Okay, so has that fire caught on to any of the undergrowth? Like any of the... You actually do see some of the kind of... The, from the flaming sphere, the... Yeah, some of the, the fire has begun to uh, kind of coalesce in some of these woods here. Okay, so the the troll that was near me, it was dead and now it's back up. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it's down now. Okay, so... Quickly, while it can't opportunity attack me, I'm gonna like grab a stick from because we're in a forest, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get a, make a torch real quick. Uh, make a survival check. Man, I sure hope I can put a stick into the fire. It's it's more making the torch and keeping the the fire on the stick. It's a ten. Ten. You can't keep. You can't seem to keep the fire kind of staying on the me? stick. 
Um, that'd be your action, Nelson. Okay. Um, let's let's smash that boy Bunch with the hooligans. flaming sphere. Okay. Uh, you manage to yeah. You just do it. It fails its dexterity saving throw. You see the corpse finally light a blaze and then begin to uh, crackle down to embers. Nelson sits down. <laughs> Laura goes. Um, Ziv, was it? Uh, you mind putting out some of these flames? And Ziv goes. Oh yeah, of course. Here. And you uh, kind of you see the watery hand grabbing some of the flames and squelching them out. Blorog goes, "Hey, uh, Wes and Nelson. Yeah. Do you mind next time waking us up whenever there's something like this happening?" Nelson gets up and walks off. Okay, you walk off. Yeah, just for future reference. Um, all right, let's pack up camp. The smoke will, I'm sure, bring other unwanted attention to us, and we gotta. We gotta get moving anyway. I mean, if we want to finish getting our rest, I have a way that we can like be completely untouched. So, what kind of a one-time use thing? But, uh, I mean, yeah. If you if you think, uh, I mean, you can shake it. I'm not like juiced, but you know, if we run into anything else today, it might not be. I don't know. It's fine. What are you doing? not going to do anything. I have that tiny hut spell scroll, but Oh yeah. I guess we'll I you know what? We'll use it tomorrow night. How's how about that? Sounds um sounds fine by me. Hello, this is your DM here. DM obviously stands for Damn, man, it's been a few weeks since we've had an episode, huh? Uh, thanks so much for putting up with us during this long break, and thanks so much for listening to this episode of You Might Be Wondering How We Got Here. Again, sorry for the long break between episodes. Apparently, a concoction of finals plus technical difficulties plus COVID equals just a big, long break in episode release. But to make up for that, I will be doing the 12 days of YMBW, so to speak. This will in no way lead up to Christmas by any means, but uh, over this these next few weeks, I will be putting out a series of 12 episodes twice or thrice a week uh, just to get the feed caught up but also to get you guys closer to the finale uh, so you guys can ask your questions about the YMBW uh, thing so go ahead and tweet those questions and tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW that's the hashtag symbol YMBW and we'll take your questions that you might have about the finale obviously we're going to be recording the uh, how we got here the kind of recap a little bit before you guys hear the final final episode but I hope that we can answer some of your questions that you might have leading up to that also Again, we'll have a big announcement coming soon. <laughs> Hopefully over this winter break, we'll actually be able to get the project that we've been kind of chugging away at kind of sequestered away. So that'll be another thing that's coming out. Uh, yeah. If you like what we do, you can tweet about the show using the hashtag YMBW or rate us five stars on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcast. Well, here's your names that you put in there. Go to put them on the show. Uh, if you also like what we do, you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YMBW Podcast. And uh, yeah, share the show with your friends. These 12 days are going to be a great time to get your friends kind of on the show. Uh, we also might be touching up a few of the first episodes to kind of get those a little tastier. Anyway, that's all for today. And get back into episode. Uh, eventually, you guys kind of move your way down a little bit, and uh, I can just say, Wes, you you kind of finish your rest to get your exhaustion back. You still use the spells you uh, you use for the day, but I'm but not otherwise, exhausted anymore. You're not exhausted, yeah. Um, and you all can roll hit die for the short rest. You all kind of pack up camp. Uh, Wes kind of takes a moment to take a break, and you all kind of do uh, kind of finishing up your. You're snoozing, you're, you're just rest in general, and you all, uh, so you're, the spells you use for today, 
and the maneuvers and superiorities. Those are all used for today. But you're uh, I actually wrong. I regain my superiority dice after um look, I'm I'm doing D and D guys. <laughs> I just called the D and the Ron the DM Ron. Look at me. I still have a feather I still have my feather feather beard. Yes. Do I uh, make a constitution saving? Oh yeah, there we go. Oop, that went off the table. That's a the five plus four nine. Nine. You guys, uh, during the short rest, you see Wes kind of sneeze, and suddenly all the feathers kind of explode out from him <laughs> in, a comedic, in a very comedic, in a comedic fashion. fashion, like a bird exploded. Has that ever happened before? No, actually, I'm I'm rubbing my nose. No, actually, that's a new one. It's better than a fireball. <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm good with that. So you all, uh, you all begin packing up your stuff here, and you guys begin exiting this kind of forest canopy area. And it it doesn't end super abruptly, but you can kind of tell how quickly the the trees turn from these almost like deciduous uh, natured trees to a more like thin tree, and then eventually there are just no trees. And before you is just a extremely long plain of uh, desert sands. Do you guys do anything to prepare for this desert journey? Pull some, some I, I yeah, make a, I, um, I pull out like a, like a very light scarf and wrap it around the exposed skin on my neck and face. And I, okay. Yeah, I just cover myself. Oh, I grabbed some sunblock. I go sunblock. Anybody want some? Don't no one to get burned. I put some like around my eyes, the spot that's like, you know. Ziv and Zav kind of. Zav goes. I, actually, um, uh, I'm. I think we're good. Uh, Blurog, if you do, you want any? And Blorog goes, oh, no, actually, I'm pretty used to the... You see, Blorog has kind of donned this... Uh, one of the, the kind of white uh, hats with the little the little side things. Uh, I forget oh, what they're yeah. called. Oh, okay. <laughs> that you kind yeah. of wear in the desert. I know what you're talking about. I just don't with, know what like, it's the called. floppy ears and the... Yeah. Ears. No, 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 not that one, Wait, but no. the, the kind of... Uh, the desert shawl that you see people wear sometimes when they go to the desert. Nelson, Nelson's gonna pull off the jersey, and, and you, can, you can see it's number twelve, Roger Staubach. Oh, Classic. Damn it. Classic. Hey, <laughs> we're doing a. Hey, we're doing a sports. What what demographic are you going to? Because the ones that the circle between the ones who get that reference and the people who listen I want, to this podcast I, are two I, separate Olivia, circles. Olivia, Olivia. Am I the only person who knew who Roger Staubach was before you Googled it, Olivia? I'm assuming you just Googled it. Yes! Yeah. <sighs> Eisman winning. The, the only person you were pandering to. No, listen, okay. He's a Southern boy. He's to me and, only, it, and I'm not even a Cowboys fan. He's a Cowboys fan. God damn it. Maybe Nelson likes football. All right? Okay? You know what? Maybe I thought Nelson would be, but he's not a Troy Aikman fan. He's not I don't know. A, it's probably like a, a, a vestige modern... from his dad. All right, we need to get back to the podcast. <laughs> you guys uh, continue through this desert pass. Who is um who is with Blurog kind of keeping watch as you guys continue down this way? I, I am. Okay, uh, make a perception check, Julie. Question: mm-hmm. Can I get advantage because I'm used to working in deserts? Um, I'll give you your proficiency bonus. Thank you. Oh, eek. Blorog did not do well. What'd you roll? Uh, 15. 15? 
there's there's a couple like desert snakes that you kind of point out to avoid and there's a kind of a dune sand pit area that you also manage to avoid to keep from making it too hard for you to travel but the the sun is kind of blaring and it's hot and it's it's a dry heat but it's kind of bearing down on you all and i need you all to make another constitution it's fine constitution saving throw please Ugh. Ziv's app. Let's go. 18. Ooh, Ziv fails. Av passes. Lorog. A natural 12. Lorog also fails. Boy, howdy. Uh, you said unnatural 20. What was the rest of them? 12. Okay. Wes? 18. 18. Nelson, you gain a point of exhaustion nice. from the heat kind of bearing down on you. All right. Julie, you kind of are, are keeping a, a lookout, making sure that there's no threats available to you. And go ahead and make another perception check. That's a 22. 22. You see down the way a little bit, you see a couple figures standing around. Can I say my first instinct is to do like the hand signals that I would do with my squad mates? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you see Julie kind of put out a hand and then make a couple gestures. On the deck. Hey, Jules. Hey, Julie. What you doing? Julie? Get down. Oh, okay. Okay. Kind of hit the deck. Uh, everyone kind of drops down. And uh, Ziv, uh, Ziv goes, uh, what? What's going on? Look over there. Yeah, you point out the figures. Um, they don't seem to be moving at all. Uh, 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 Blurog, is there dangerous? Are there people that are dangerous in the desert? I assume there's various desert creatures or whatever out here but are there there's not a lot of civilizations out here especially in the the vast deserts out out here um not that i know of yeah there's there's only one it's it's uh further east kind of bordering the the uh plane of fire we shouldn't be coming across any any civilization anytime soon um never roll a survival check Nelson is going to take out his Alexandria phone, and he's going to try to, like, hyper-zoom in on the figures. Okay. You take out your Alexandria phone and zoom in. Uh, go ahead and make a perception check with advantage. Actually, is there a tech check I can make you do? Hacking? No. Probably. No, nah, just go and make a perception check with advantage. Okay. 23. 23. You kind of zoom in on it, and you kind of zoom in even more, and they are not moving in the slightest and you actually see one of them is kind of... Can I tell what they are? You can't tell from this distance because the sun is kind of bearing down, kind of casting them in shadow. But you see one of them is kind of posed with its like hand kind of raised up in the air. And another one kind of has a sword in its hand, kind of posed so it's humanoid. Up, upward. Yeah, you see a humanoid and a, a kind of smaller humanoid kind of together on that end. But you kind of look down more and you see a couple more of those kind of humanoid. And none creatures. of them are moving. None of them seem to be moving. This is super trappy. I think trappy. they might be statues. <laughs> Nelson is going to pull up his hood and uh, start making his way over. Hey, just Nelson, to get closer, Nelson, he's not going to go like running up to uh, them, Nelson, but just you begin... get close enough where he can tell where they are. He's going to like crawl over. Okay. All right. I'll cover you. Uh, you begin kind of yep. slowly crawling your way up there. Uh, make a perception check. 16. Julie and Nelson. 25. 25. You hear a slight kind of shift in the yep. sand to your left. You stop Nelson. And you, you see a creature with these spindly spines crawl its way up and then kind of saunter over and then kind of bury Sauntering. itself down. 
Yes, sauntering, as in its its legs kind of go side yeah. to side, and it uh, you see it then bury itself back down into the sand. It must be using, it must be using the people as uh, those. They must be mannequins or something. It must be using them as a uh, trap, as bait. Do you continue forward? Is Wes with us? No, no Wes I'm is with not Julie. with Julie. I'm talking to Julie and Blurog. I'm not with you. You're either. not with oh, Julie. Okay. Julie is with Nelson. Oh, Julie went with Nelson? Okay, I'm talking to Blurog and Ziv and Zav then. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not like with Nelson. I'm covering him. Oh, you're covering? How far back behind are you from Nelson? I don't know how big this distance is, but wh- wherever it would be appropriate. You're about, uh, I would say, 100 yards out from these, uh, actually a little bit more, 150 yards out from these creatures. Okay, I just want to get close enough that even he can use like the zoom okay. to figure out what they are, if they're alive or not. Okay, you get about you you get about fifty yards out, forty yards out from these creatures, or from these like figures, these shapes, yeah. and uh, you kind of zoom in again. Julie, are you trailing him or are you staying back with the group, just watching his back? I'm trailing okay. him from a distance. So yeah. you're you're about uh, let's just say for the sake of this, thirty feet behind him. Mm-hmm. Nelson, you kind of zoom in uh, on your phone, and you can tell now that these are. Whatever these things are, they're stone. Okay. He is going to turn and start walking back. Or he's going to take a hand and, like, wave Julie back to where they were. Not like, ooh, panic, but, like, yeah, no, it's not worth it. Okay. So you're going backwards towards the group? Yeah. All right. I reach into my bag of holding and pull out that that strap of daggers just to have out. Hmm. Nelson, as you're walking back, there's a slight shift in the sand again. And popping up from beneath the desert sands, you see a long, spindly creature. And it looks at you, and you look at it for a moment. And you're entranced. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. 19. 19, you manage to look away quickly before this gaze kind of takes you in and you see this long-armed, spindly creature uh, kind of pull itself out from the sand and it roars out this kind of this kind of tone and then you hear another one and another one and another one and another and popping one. Up, and popping up from all around you. You see five basilisks pour out from the ground. That's too many. Let's roll initiative. 